Hello, good morning everybody. This is Pip Coleman coming in for the Find Your Soul show. And today, uh, this morning, I was listening to Jimmy Fallon. Actually, I was watching him do that song where he sings about the tight pants, you know, and he's dancing in the white pants going, I've got my tight pants on. And it just, every time he does it, it absolutely cracks me up. And he had J-Lo on there doing it as well. <laughs> I, there's just something about that whole thing of like being a complete and utter dork that really tickles my fancy. Like I love, 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 love when people embrace their complete dork and weirdness. It's, uh, it's fantastic. <laughs> it really makes me laugh. Uh, so today we're going to be talking about who are you? Uh, a little bit more this month of the month of July is all about talking about who you really are. Uh, not the job that you do, not the role that you play in your family, not the, uh, the things that your personality puts out there into the world, but the real you, the you that is underneath it all, the you that is not even underneath, the, the you that overarches everything is that soulful self, that soul within, that light within. And uh, I was listening to a meditation this morning and they were talking about being the witness and or the observer to your life. And the, the cool thing about it was that they were saying a lot of people say things like, you know, I am this, I am that. And that means that you're identifying with those things. So you're saying, I am my body, or I am my mind, I am angry, I am in pain, I am this, I am that. And so you're giving yourself, giving those things a lot of power. When in actual fact, the emotions, the thoughts, the way that we feel in our bodies is temporary. And those things will come and go. So they were talking about feeling it was really interesting. They were talking about just reframing the way that we speak. So instead of saying, I am angry, they would say, there is discomfort or there is anger or look at this anger. And instead of saying, I'm in pain, you could say, there's a sensation. There's a sensation in my body. There's a sensation in my hip. There's a sensation in my um, leg. And that was something that Louise Hay used to say as well. She would use the word sensation rather than pain because pain has all these connotations to it that link to a, a, as a negative thing. Whereas sensation is can be intense, can be a little bit of sensation, can be a lot of sensation, but that it takes away the, the energy and the and the negative connotation to what's going on in your space. Um, the other thing is things like, I'm afraid. A lot of people say, I'm afraid, I'm anxious, I am, um, you know, those words, I'm afraid, I'm anxious. You could say, anxiety is with me, or anxiety is present, or fear is present right now. Because then you're looking at it as the observer rather than as 
identifying as the actual thing. And the Dalai Lama says things like that too. So if you're, instead of saying, I'm confused, the Dalai Lama would say, I am with confusion. I am walking with confusion. I am walking with fear. I'm walking with pain. So that there's that understanding that you are not the pain, you are separate from the pain. You are not the confusion. The essence of you is not pain. The essence of you is not anxiety. The essence of you, the truth of you, the real you is not those fleeting passing moments. It's like that quote, you know, um, I am the sky, not the clouds. You know, the clouds are your emotions. The weather is your emotions. You are the sky. And if you think about it that way, that's exactly what that concept of the soul, the real you is. And that, that being the observer, being the witness is what we do when we do meditation. And when you meditate and you practice being the observer, the observer of your knee or the observer of your thoughts or the observer of your feelings, when you're doing a meditation, what you're trying to do is practice being in that space of being a witness or an observer so that you can then go out into the world and be that in the world too. So your life becomes a meditation, your life becomes that witness or observer. So hope everyone's doing well. I um, haven't, I've seen a few people come in. Hi, Kerry. Um, hope you're all doing a, having a great day. I'm just refreshing my screen on the computer so I can see if you comment because for some reason I can't see the comments on my um, phone. Hi, Angela. Hi, Nicole. <laughs> Um, yeah, it's uh, it's really it's really good to see you all, and I hope you're having a good day. So, our con our concept today, our conversation today, is about not dimming your light, and um, I'm going to be using a few references from the lovely um, Glennon Doyle from her book Untamed, and I'm also going to be talking a little bit about um, Rebecca Campbell talks does a, has a little prayer which I thought I'd take you through about remembering the truth of who you are. So if you'd like to close your eyes, let's do the little prayer now and we will see what comes up for us. So one of the things that is really cool about remembering who you are is that coming back to yourself, coming back to your heart. So if you'd like to repeat after me, you can, or you can just listen to this little prayer. Divine Mother, Father Sky, Universe or God, thank you for helping me remember the truth of who I am especially when it is different from the truth of who I thought it was. And just breathe and allow yourself to hear that. Remember the truth of who you are 
especially when it is different from the truth of who you thought it was. And ask yourself, who am I? Allow the answer to come through your heart. Breathe. There's so much more to us than the things we do and where we were born, where we live, our relationship status, our occupation, our sex, our name, our age. There are deeper parts to us than that. The part of you that is timeless and knows exactly what lights it up. The part of you that is expansive and waiting for you to remember, to discover, to unlock and set free. So when you're ready, coming back into the space, taking a deep breath. Good morning to you, Victoria. <laughs> it's nice to see your comments. So one of the things that's really cool that um, I love, Rebecca Campbell says in her book, The Light is the New Black, that when we, that a flower doesn't bloom depending on who's walking past it. And as human beings, we tend to show our light or show our true self depending on who it is that's walking past us, don't we? You know, depending on what we're doing and where we are, we will choose whether it's family, whether it's friends, whether it's work, we'll decide whether to bloom or not, depending on who's around. And that is an interesting concept, that whole not showing the world the, the real you. And, uh, and, and that's, uh, as I say, Rebecca Campbell makes that distinction about a blooming flower. And I thought, oh, that's such a great analogy. And I wonder if you thought about, you know, who you really are and how often you show the true you, the real you. It would be most people in the, their normal life would probably say that, that a small percentage of the time they show their real you and there might be only a small percentage of people that you show the real you too. And yeah, that, that's what I meant. Yeah, Kerry, that's exactly right. The, um, the person who is walking by shouldn't be the, the decider of how you show yourself in the world. And I think that's a really interesting concept and it's also something to consider. You know, how often in your life are you dimming your light or not blooming when other people are around? And do you need to have a look at the spaces that you're putting yourself in or the people that you're interacting with to 
to just to, to embrace yourself. Yesterday I was talking to a client about the types of people that we can really share fully and completely with. Um, we're reading a book at the moment for my spiritual book club which you're welcome to join if you would like to join our spiritual book club let me know send me a message um, this month we're reading Brene Brown's book the gifts of imperfection and one of the things that she was talking about in that book is being able to share th when things go wrong with somebody who will hold the space in an authentic way and not try to minimize your mistake or your shame or your your issue that you've come up against they won't try to compete with you and say oh you know that's nothing i had this and this and this happened to me and that was really bad um i remember i had friends at university who used to do that and every time i would share a story good or bad or whatever they always had a better more dramatic bigger story to tell and I learned very quickly that I needed to not share my stories with that person with those people because that wasn't holding me in the space that I wanted to be held when I was sharing my my light um, and you can be sharing your light even if you're sharing a story of shame or mistake or failure what you think is failure um, and that's really interesting so I would ask you to think about who you're sharing your stories with, who you're spending your time with, because the real you is less likely to come out if you're feeling like you have to protect yourself. So that's one of the things that is really important to be aware of. And I talk about that with my coaching clients all the time. Who are you spending your time with and how can we maneuver so that we are putting ourselves more often in spaces of support and love so that we can be who we really are and then when we are feeling strong and um, in that space of being held we can go out into the world even with people who don't hold us in our space and still stay aligned still stay true to ourselves I like that um, idea of, you know how they say that, you know, you stay the course, like a boat, a ship will, will stay the course um, or stay true. They always say, I've heard people say um, that, you know, when you're staying true, that means that you're going and staying in your, in your lane, in your path. And if you feel like you're wandering off your path all the time, it's usually because you're basing your decisions or the way that you work on other people's reactions to what you're doing. So that's really interesting to um, take note of and give yourself some credit for realizing that that's what's going on. So um, Glennon Doyle, <laughs> feel free to give me a little thumbs up or a, or a heart if you're out there and you um, get what's going on right now. <laughs> If you're picking up what I'm putting down, as my sister would say. Um, and let me know if you have a, have a person or if you, have, if you don't, have you, if you've recognised in this moment that you don't have a person or people that you can share completely and 
honestly with and have them respond to you with compassion, that's a really important revelation. It's important for you to, to recognize that. So feel free to share that if you have had that revelation just now and it's okay. It's okay. We've all been in that situation. And if you need some help with that, obviously we, we can talk. <laughs> so the, um, I also wanted to share with you the wonderful, um, <laughs> thanks Kerry, the wonderful um, Glennon Doyle in the book Untamed, one of my favorite books of last year during um, the last two years, um, we read this book as part of our spiritual book club. And the number of times that I just went, oh my God, this woman is amazing. Or that concept is just really resonates with me. It was like the book was written just for me. You know, I love that when that happens. And she was talking about women and how we are we have been encouraged in our lives through our, the cultural kind of norms to control ourselves. That we're being told to to not honour our own bodies um, and to, you know, not honour our own curiosity, to not honour our own hunger, our judgment, our experience, our ambition, and instead we lock our true selves away. And she talks about women who are, the, the women who are best at this, as in locking their true selves away and disappearing, earn the highest praise in our society. She's so selfless. She's so, she, she's so empathetic. She's so caring, you know, and she gives to so many people. Like it's, it's raised as high praise, but it's actually you not not doing not being your true self you're actually um being uh, praised for not looking after yourself so she says can you imagine the epitome of womanhood is to lose oneself completely and um, this is this really resonated with me because we as women do find ourselves constantly giving to other people first before we give to ourselves. That is the end goal, she says, that is the end goal of every patriarchal culture because a very effective way to control women is to convince women to control themselves. I tried to control myself for so long. I spent 30 years covering and injecting my face with potions and poisons trying to fix my skin. Then I quit and my skin was good. For 20 years, I was attached to a hairdryer and a straightener trying to tame my curls. Then I quit and my hair was good. I binged and purged and dieted for decades trying to control my body. When I quit, my body became what it always was meant to be and it was good too. I numbed myself with food and booze trying to control my anger. When I quit, I learned that my anger never meant that there was something wrong with me. It meant that there was something wrong out there, <laughs> something I might have the power to change. I stopped being a quiet peacekeeper and started being a loud peacekeeper. My anger was good. I have been deceived. 
the only thing that was ever wrong with me was my belief that there was something wrong with me. I quit spending my life trying to control myself and began to trust myself. We only control what we don't trust. We can't either control ourselves or love ourselves. We can't do both. Love is the opposite of control. Love demands trust. How is interesting, how cool is that? Like, it's, it's so interesting to me that, that we, that shift that happens when you go, hang on a second, it's not that something's wrong with me, it's that there's something wrong out there and, and I'm okay. I'm, I'm okay. The, the essence of me is okay. I think that's really important for you to, to get today, that, that that who am I is is really important. And yeah, Michelle, yeah, listening is hard. Sometimes it's hard to listen because we've been told not to listen. We've been brought up to not listen to ourselves. Yeah. Yes, exactly. And when we tell somebody else, yeah, we do like to to try to solve it, to reassure, to show empathy. Um, and that's so interesting because when we share with somebody else, what we actually need from that person is compassion, which is, oh my God, I'm sorry that that happened for you. And I'm totally with you. I've been there. I, I've been there. I've been maybe not in that exact situation, but I've been there. I'm a woman. I've been there too. Or I'm a, you know, I'm a mother. I've been there too, you know, and it's so interesting to take that step back and go, rather than trying to solve this person's problem, I'm just going to hear what they say and say to them, that must be really hard. And, oh, that must have been hard for you. And I hear you. And, you know, we've, we've all done it. We've all jumped in and tried to solve our problems. Um, one of my, solve other people's problems. Um, one of my good friends and I um, used to, back and forth, we would sort of argue with each other. And, and every time I went to her with an issue, she would give me the, she would be devil's advocate. She would say, I'm going to be devil's advocate so that you can, you know, get the aha moment. And, and after a little while, I said to her, you know, sometimes I don't want you to be devil's advocate. I just want you to listen and hear what I've said and be there and, and, and with compassion so that I can share and express without having to do that straight away, go into the oh yeah, there is another side to this story, which we can do later, but the sometimes I just need you to listen. And, and I said, and she said to me, what, how will I know? How will I know if you just want me to listen with compassion or if you want me to be the devil's advocate? And I said, ask me, ask me when I call you say, am I being the devil's advocate today or am I being the person who just listens and reflects and, and is compassionate for you in this moment. And so from then on, every time I rang, I'd say, hey, blah, 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 I wanna tell you this story. And she would say, wait, am I the devil's advocate? <laughs> or am I, are you in a space where you need me to solve your problem? Or are you in a space where you just need me to listen and reflect and be compassionate? And oh my God, it helped so much 
to be able to do that because not only did I do that with that friend, because that's amazing and she continues to do that to this day, but there is an, I did that with my mum as well. And I said to her, because she would jump in and try and solve my problem and give me six different solutions. And I said to her, you know what? I think I'm gonna do the same thing as I do with my other friend. If you can just check in with me first, before you jump in with the solutions, if I need them at this point or if I'm not ready. And she does that now too. Um, and luckily, <laughs> we were. We, she was in a space to be able to do that. So who is the real you can shine if you have people around you that are willing to listen and uh, be there to support you in a compassionate way. So my, I'm going to send out a challenge to you this week. We're going to talk a little bit more next week about who am I and, uh, and getting to the crux of the, the soul within. But this week, my challenge to you is to see if you can clarify, if you're not sure, with a few of your friends and family, if they are actually jumping in too quickly to try and solve your problem or if they're trying to compete with you or if there's something that's not quite right to say to them, you know, what would be really helpful for me right now is if you just listen and with compassion and say, oh, oh my God, I've been there, that's really tough. And see whether or not you can shift a relationship this week. Hmm. I haven't given you a challenge before. So that's an interesting one. Let's see how we go with that. <laughs> give me a little thumbs up or a heart if you're willing to give it a go. Um, I know we've, uh, it's, a, it's a bit of a scary thing sometimes to change the way that we work, but this is a great way to embrace the real you. Yes, Michelle, people do mean well. It's, um, it's definitely not that they are trying to hurt, hurt us. Like a lot of the time when we're jumping in to help, it's, it's because we're, we don't want the person to be in pain, you know, and that makes perfect sense. So yeah, yeah, they're not listening in the way we want them to, exactly. And it's not a sign that they're not on our side. Exactly. They, that what you're sharing with that person is probably triggering them in a way that they have been triggered before. And so they're trying to actually minimize their own pain. Isn't that true? We're, we, when somebody says something that's happened to them, something shameful, something upsetting, something traumatic, it, it triggers us from because we go oh my god i felt that oh that's all you know it's it's teaching us you know it, it's so awesome to be in that moment and go wow yeah i i felt that i felt embarrassed like that i've um yeah i hear you that that must have been hard yeah totally it's a teaching moment exactly so we're going to talk a little bit more next week your challenge is to go out and see if you can make an agreement with a friend or family member that is a higher vibrational way of speaking with each other and let me know how you go feel free to comment on this post or send me a private message if you don't want to share with the group i'd love to hear how you go with this challenge this week and uh, i look forward to speaking to you next week 
And obviously, if you need any help and you want to go a little deeper with your exploration, you can contact me um, about my Divine Alignment Coaching Program, which will take you on a deep dive into realigning yourself with your soul. And we will talk very soon. Thanks for joining me. Thanks, Michelle. Thanks, Kerry. Thanks, Victoria and anyone else who I've missed. It's lovely to see you. What a great day to know who you are. I'll take, take good care. I'll see you soon. Bye.